The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, Mr. Jason Koopsik. What's cracking, sir? Oh, it's weird recording in the afternoon. Yeah, for sure. I, uh, I'm, I'm going to have a beer here in a minute. and <laughs> I'm still, still uh, daylight out. I'm drinking some coffee right now. I have a monster I'm working on. But... Ooh. Get you a monster? Yeah, yeah, buddy. Oh, yeah. It looks like a uh, a scene from the movie Frozen, just outside of my window. Oh, I love it. I wish I had it. I fucking hate it. You can have it, all you want of it. I'm done. Sick of it. <laughs> don't like it. I don't like it. So we do have. Some phone calls and texts this week. That's always fun. Always fun. Hear what people got to oh. say. <laughs> uh, yeah, let, me, you let know, me make sure I didn't miss anybody back here. I also, I wanted to say a very special uh, happy birthday to uh, our Related, buddy. right? Well, I don't, like our buddy uh, Jimmy Don. Jimmy Don Jensen. Who we haven't oh, heard yeah? from. We have not heard from Jimmy Don in a very long time. However, I saw on my Facebook feed this morning, today's his birthday. Which would That's be crazy. Uh, yeah. Monday the sixteenth. Happy birthday, Jimmy Don. If you're out there listening, you know, we hope all is well. The last uh last phone call we got from Jimmy Don was uh a year ago. It was a long time ago. But it uh I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm calling him out. I'm calling Jimmy Don out. I want to know if he's okay because the last time we talked to him, he was like running away from like this alien shit, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, like I'm running. Sure. Like he I was have like, all his voicemails saved somewhere, yeah. so we should. Uh, next time we hear from him, we'll play the old one so people will know what the hell we're talking about. Yeah, I think so, man. It it's ridiculous. But uh, okay, so we got Shaggy. All right. Um. This came in on January 11th. Okay. He said, uh, bros, that rocks that Josh's place is going to be on Paranormal Lockdown. I can't wait for the episode. I know I speak for the team when I say we really would love to go there maybe this year. Hopefully, fingers crossed. But at the beginning of the episode, you're talking about something called snow. What is that? Yeah, no doubt. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. We have uh, no snow right now. We just have the uh, damn ice. That's it. Yeah. He says, dude, that mystery science theater idea is pure solid gold. Right. Good stuff. Uh, let's see what else does he say. It says, okay, y'all are calling it crap, but I'm thinking this might be legitimate. He's talking about the 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 uh, the pentagram that oh, you had yeah. in the news last week. That we had in the... Said, uh, 
Yeah, this could be Lucifer's home away from home when he's not <laughs> tormenting souls in hell and he hey. wants to come up to the surface. He hangs out Little in this vacation. place. And the pentagram is just him marking his territory. You never know, Shaggy. It's like how a dog pisses on a tree. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Satan's got to mark it, his little vacation spot. It's pretty nice. Pretty nice. What else we got? Well, I'm trying to figure out... (sighs) Coffee's so good. I'm pretty sure this is Miranda. Okay. Uh, she says she's commenting on something I said. It says, "How small does your dick have to be to get your wedding ring stuck on it?" <laughs> Lol. Let's ask the important questions. That was from. Oh, it was maybe it was last week. It was last week because you were talking when about when I was commenting the, on language, the language of, language of bromance. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that's funny. Um, but this that's- is Miranda, I believe, as well. Here it says, "Ugh, tell Josh to get the corn out of the wires." Oh, this is Miranda saying, "LOL, the episode sounds like it would be so awesome, but it's so skippy I can barely get half of what they're saying." We're gonna, I'm gonna have wow. to go back and listen to it, make sure it sounds good. But we thought it was only the beginning. Yeah, well, that's what we thought. Maybe the people were only hearing the beginning part of it. I don't know. We're trying, people. We are trying to to fix hiccups and all that bullshit. But you gotta you gotta bear with us. And I do have a voicemail here, so let me get it ready. You're going to switch your wires? No, I'm just going to play it into my phone. Oh, yeah, play cool. It into the mic. Should work. Hey, guys. Derek Bramley of the Maniac. I'm um, just here. Um, I know you guys are trying to give me to summon a succubus <laughs> to have sex with it or whatever to do with it. And at first, that was a cool idea. I thought it'd be kind of awesome to get a blowjob and... Um, <laughs> Or through a ghost, I guess. But after thinking about it, it's probably not the brightest idea to summon something like that. But I think you guys are doing something on your end because I woke up with what felt like a broomstick trying to enter my butt. I felt it like under the sheet. Something flicking on my butt. Something oh flicking my wiener. I wake up to this. Like a dominant force. What are you guys doing on your end? <laughs> Then I was two knuckles deep in my asshole there and I. Why would I do that? I've never done that. So you guys are talking about such this sex demon shit. Oh my god. I need to knock it off over there. Alright, <laughs> trying to just because you can't get Josh up in a UFO doesn't mean you need to have a demon try to stuff just up my ass. Sorry, buddy. So, <laughs> Peace out. So yeah, that of course that was Eric Ginsbrenner from Ramblings and oh. he uh He's going to be our on-site reporter at some point when we yeah. figure out something he'll actually do. We're, yeah, for sure. For sure. I did I did have a notification just pop up on my phone. Yeah. Uh, breaking news. Last man on the moon dead, Gene Karen at 82. So nobody alive has whoa, been on the moon. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This just happened just happened literally i just got another notification from a news website says gene karen the last man to walk on the moon dies at 82 wait no so he was the last man to walk on the moon so there might still be a couple of people alive that have sure he's just another astronaut that had died but he was the last one to physically set foot on the moon and he has passed away at 82 years old wow (sighs) interesting man well it's a good thing we're doing the news story 
right? The new show. So, yeah, yeah, we'll get into that in just a second. I do want to mention one thing that I just started on the website. I only have one up, and I shared it. I don't know if you saw it, Josh, but I started a new page yeah. on the website. It's going to be a blog called Jason's Facts, Stuff I Find Interesting. Heck, yeah. And I put facts that are probably useless, but you never know. One might just save your life. And the first one is up there. It's about a guy that was trying to prove something from CSI as being wrong. And he proved it in a big way, but didn't survive it. It's science, bitches. (laughs) That's what I got to say about that. It's science, bitches. So he didn't survive. So yeah, go check that out. Ectoplasmshow.com. And it's one of the tabs. Jason... Jason's facts. I like it. I like it. And if you guys wanted to reach out to us, uh, you can send us a text, a voicemail, what have you. It's 913-730-7255. Give us a call. Go rate and review us. Yeah, go rate and review us on iTunes. That would be flipping fantastic. So, um, Anything good happening in the news, my friend? Anything uh, good Let's on see. your end um, good uh, i don't know i don't know about good here how about this are they still a danger judge to rule on whether morgan geyser and anissa weir can be released Released. this comes from fox six now do you remember who they are not a clue they are the two girls that (laughs) killed another girl (laughs) yes uh this before uh for uh, was Slenderman. Slenderman, Slenderman case, right, yeah. right. Now this was in God. Was this Minnesota, Wisconsin? Where was this? I forget um, where exactly. Uh, Waukesha, Waukesha County. I didn't put the state. Oh shit! Okay. Um, I can find it. I got it right here. Actually, I got it bookmarked. Sweet. Sweet. Because it's on their local channel there, I believe. Oh, okay, okay. I do remember the story, though. Um, They took one of their friends out into the woods, fucking killed her, and said it was because, what, Slenderman told them to do so. I think was basically the premise of the whole deal, which, good God. Absolutely ridiculous shit. Um, yeah, so here, I'll just read the website or read the story. Yeah, and maybe they'll it. say the exact state. Okay. The info. A judge on Friday, April 15th, will decide whether two young girls accused of stabbing a classmate 19 times and leaving her for dead in the woods to appease a fictional character, Slender Man, should be released from custody while the court proceedings against them continue. Oh, so they're not going to just let them go. No, it's They're saying, uh, can we put them out on bail or on bond basically yeah. so it's the here uh 13 year old morgan geyser and 14 year old anissa weir are seeking their release after nearly two years in custody saying that they are not dangerous and can return to family the girls were 12 years old at the time of the alleged stabbing letters have been written by anthony cotton and joseph smith jr the attorneys for Geyser and Weir, to Honorable Judge Michael Boren requesting the girls be released. The request will be considered in court on Friday. So this story was from over the weekend, I believe. So it should be this coming Friday. For the past two years, the girls have lived in a juvenile detention facility. A psychiatrist who examined Geyser is expected to testify in court that two months at the Winnebago Mental 
health facility has gotten her to a point that her schizophrenia, that she can now receive outpatient treatment. A a letter from Geyser's attorney asked that she be allowed to live with her grandfather, Robert Neeson, a retired police chief in New Holsting. The letter says in part, Mr. Neeson has removed his hunting rifle and hunting bow from the home and the kitchen knives have been placed in a safe place. (laughs) Give me a break. The letter written on Weir's behalf asked the court to reduce her bail from $500,000 to $5,000. The letter suggests Weir could live with her family and her treatment would involve talk therapy. Both girls would be willing to wear GPS monitoring bracelets as this case moves forward. The letter filed by Cotton on Geyser's behalf says she is at a critical juncture in her development requiring outpatient psychology, educational and social skills training, or she runs the risk of being institutionalized for a long time. Isn't that probably what's going to happen if she gets arrested? That's exactly I mean, not arrested, uh, sent to... I mean, she's a minor, so they may have to let her out at 18, 21, or whatever it is, but I don't know. The fact is, though, that they say they're not dangerous, but you still stabbed your friend 19 times in a very nasty way stating that this was to appease this fictitious fucking character called Slenderman I I think you're a little caca duty shit crazy there I said it probably yeah most likely not fit for society so keep your keep your little asses in there for all I care you're dumb (laughs) there I said it oh my god ridiculous man is it more? is ridiculous, but it's also anybody that does like a mass murder. Not anybody, but a lot of people that commit murder yeah. are released on bail or bond or however that works. I have no idea, but a lot of them get out while they're on trial. So Ugh. I hope they just keep their little asses in there. It's fine with me. Well, I think either way, I don't think, I don't know, it doesn't say here, I don't think they're being tried as adults, so they have to release them at a certain point anyway. I'm sure they do. I'm sure From prison anyways, maybe they can make something where they release them elsewhere, but... Yeah. Oh my gosh, buddy. I got some more doom and gloom over here, are you ready for it? (laughs) The squirrels are taking over. Dude, speaking of squirrels and all of the ice that's over here at my house... I went outside today, this morning, for a cigarette. And uh, these squirrels, we have squirrels everywhere. This one squirrel jumps out of the tree, slips on the ice, just completely bit shit right there, right on the sidewalk. And then starts to, like, run away, slips, its legs come out from under him, bit shit again. (laughs) Like, the dude was struggling. It was hilarious. I'm sorry, I I had to tell you that story. So uh, I woke up this morning, looked out the window, and the first thing I saw was a do- dead frozen squirrel laying in the yard. No. <laughs> like right outside my window. That's amazing. Amazing. Um, the powerful geomagnetic storm has cracked the Earth's magnetosphere. Have you heard about this? I know they've talked no. a little bit about it uh, before. Um. Researchers investigating one of the most powerful geomagnetic storms in recent history have found that our magnetosphere uh, has been cracked and warn 
that this could then leave the people of Earth vulnerable to cosmic radiation. Uh, and analyzing data from the GRAPES Grapes 3 uh, telescope in India, uh, they performed numerous sim- uh, simulations based on the Grapes 3 data from that day that they saw this was going on. Um, in addition to the fact that the magnetosphere has been temporarily cracked, the team found that the bombardment had been so relentless that it caused a severe compression of the magnetosphere, forcing it to shrink from 11 to 4 times the radius of the Earth, which, I mean, that's quite significant. Um, researchers suspect that the geomagnetic storm was powerful enough to actually reconfigure the magnetic shield uh, then opening up weak spots to let uh, more radiation and cosmic rays kind of slip through there. Uh, the fact that this actually happened is quite concerning because it suggests that our magnetic field is then changing or, or rather uh, weakened in certain spe- or certain places. So it's got a lot of people, I, a lot of people freaking out. Yeah, I honestly. I think that that's what it's there for. <laughs> Probably. I mean, I know. No, okay, I, so I totally get what we, you're I'm saying. I'm going to go off the deep end a little bit here. This isn't something that I necessarily believe most of our listeners should know, that I kind of am open to everything and believe certain things are possible. So I believe that us here being on the planet might not be a coincidence. We might have been made. We might have been placed here. Our planet may have been manufactured in a way they would have manufactured something to protect us from the sun and that's probably exactly what that's there for if that's the case sure so it should be able to correct itself technically yes i have a feeling that this isn't the first time this has happened though it's i'm sure it's concerning if it does actually change something physically to the planet that's unfixable but i have a feeling that it's most likely happened before yeah we just haven't been able to absolutely yeah. that this has happened before we just didn't know we, because we, didn't we haven't know been able to yeah we haven't been able to observe and record that that data that information we haven't been able to see it necessarily until recently yeah that would totally makes sense I mean it also something's gonna kill us eventually something is gonna kill us <laughs> I I wouldn't be surprised if it happens while we're alive I mean Ugh. statistically statistically they say most things. Well, okay, so you can have a hundred thousand different things that could kill off the planet, and statistically, each one of them is low. But then, if you take the statistics of all of them, the possibly happening that raises your possibility of dying. So we're gonna. Cry. It could ha- It could literally, literally happen at any time. I didn't sleep well. well I, my friends. I did pull an end of the world story this week. Did you really? Well, yeah, I did. For something that happened again. Well, I can't That's wait. The- about. I can't wait until the end of the show. But yeah, That's I mean, great. That's great. our sun could absolutely blast something out that could just wipe out our planet at any moment, even with that magnetosphere. I didn't want to say it uh, to make you feel bad, but Sorry. I believe it's pronounced magnetosphere. That's hot. <laughs> That's so hot. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I mean, what do you think of that I have story? no idea. I don't know. I, I would totally agree with you. Now, I think it's concerning, obviously, that there is, you know, potential uh, radiation or whatever that could possibly seep through there at, um, 
higher levels than before. However, like you said, I do believe that this is something that can kind of correct itself and also something that has happened in the past. I mean, it's almost impossible to think that it hasn't happened before. I think as long as you're not living in California, you'll be fine because everything gives you cancer in California. Everything. But if you're not you know, there, you should be okay. Speaking of which, I, I didn't pull this story, but I did read an interesting story about you know cancer and things of that nature and the fact that the fluoride that they put in the water supply has now been deemed 100% a neurotoxin that should not be put into our water. Yeah, they're not going to stop them from taking it. Bingo. Out. So, but they or finally have, but they finally have admitted in. that. Yes, they finally have admitted it. Uh, if you look around the globe, um, all of these other countries um, have absolutely outlawed fluoride um, within their drinking water, and that happened back in like the fifties and sixties. And yet, the here Nazis we are. used it to. Yes. They put a bigger concentration, of course, but the Nazis used the same formula to do- make their prisoners docile. Pretty fucked, man. Totally fucked. So that's what's going down. I did read that. Like I said, I didn't pull it, but uh, I found it interesting because I was like, now let's see what happens in the next, I don't know, year. Let's see what actually happens. If anybody takes steps towards uh, the betterment of just our fucking drinking water, man, like, it's ridiculous to think about. So, anyway, like I said, I didn't pull it, so I didn't want to get into it too much. Uh, okay, so a uh, plan approved to dig highway tunnel under Stonehenge. What? <laughs> this comes from Mysterious Universe. All right. It says, that despite the fact that Stonehenge is a UNESCO World Heritage Site and a source of endearing mystery... The British government has recently approved a plan to construct a highway tunnel directly underneath the prehistoric stone monument. Wow. New aspects and areas of Stonehenge are being discovered all the time, including an entirely unknown ritual complex that was found underground near the monuments just last year. If the tunnel is constructed, who knows? What yeah. unknown archaeological treasures could be lost? It says um, the plan to construct the tunnel was announced last year to much criticism. Dan Snow, president of the Council for British Archaeology, told <laughs> President the Guardian, Snow. What? President Snow? Yeah. All right. Uh, nope, go ahead. Continue, please. <laughs> such a nerd, Josh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Keep going. The Guardian that the tunnel poses a grave threat to Britain's most renowned and archaeological site. Quote, of all our many treasures on these islands, none are more internationally revered than Stonehenge. We have recently started to realize that the standing stones are just a beginning. They sit at the heart of the world's most significant and most preserved Stone Age landscape. Now, if I'm not mistaken, our buddy David... Um... And David uh, talks to us quite often um, through Messenger and things like that. Um, David, correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought at one time he had mentioned to me that, uh, I mean, Stonehenge is basically on his commute to work. Yeah, he sees it, yeah. It's pretty interesting stuff. So, it, David, so I want you to chime in. Highway that goes right by it. Yeah, so, David, I want you to uh, chime in on this. If you uh, have heard anything about this, uh, this proposal, uh, and give us your thoughts on this too, man. So I'd love to hear that. It says the 1.8 mile tunnel 
is designed to relieve traffic congestion on the A303 highway, which runs parallel to Stonehenge. Chris Grayling, a British MP and Secretary of State for Transport, naturally defended the tunnel with the tried-and-true populist job creation argument. Quote, This major investment in the Southwest will transform the A303 and benefit those locally by cutting congestion and improving journey times. It will also boost the economy, linking people with jobs and businesses with customers, driving forward our agenda to build a country that works for everyone and not just the privileged few. Because what's more, no, he doesn't, this doesn't continue the quote, this is the story. Because what's more important, protecting the world's priceless historical treasures or stimulating the economy with a government subsidized $2 billion construction project? Yeah. Shit. Stonehenge Alliance, a nonprofit organization that advocates for protecting the ancient wonder, has launched a campaign in an attempt to divert the construction project and has posted, post, posted a petition on their site calling for a different route for the new tunnel, which would avoid the monument. Now, let me ask you, do you know who uh, actually owns Stonehenge? Who owns the ground that Stonehenge sits on? I don't have a clue. I mean, if it's not a private farmer, which it probably was at one point, I'm sure it most was. likely been taken over by the government. By government, there. right? So and they would have the right to do whatever the hell they want with it. Exactly, which is kind of scary. It would suck. People would be pissed, and um, it wouldn't be right. But they, it's still their property. It's, they yeah. still can do whatever they want with it. And it was just just the way shit works. Man. That is interesting, but no, I would totally agree with you. I would say it's most likely government-owned land at this point. It's crazy. Crazy stuff, buddy. Yeah, so if you want to see stuff... Well, the, the, the other thing is, is even if they dig it deep enough that they don't disturb the site, there's other things that they're worried about. They're worried about the vibrations even yeah. toppling over some of the stones or stuff like that from the digging or, or whatnot. And and I would say that's legitimate, though. That's a legitimate concern. Yeah. Yeah, I would absolutely agree well, with that. Well, because it's, um, you know, almost two miles long or over a mile long. So they can go deep down enough that they'll probably be below wherever man ever has ever been. But it's still... Yeah. It's just weird. I mean, I, it just happens to be this one road that they want to fix. And it, the way to fix it is to put a tunnel under there. But couldn't they just... Put a bypass around it or something? That's what I, I was know. just thinking. I don't know, though, man. Yeah, I don't know necessarily, you know, the, the lay of the land or anything like that. So I don't know how it would actually work. Fucked up, though. All right. Oh, nobody's watching us on live anymore. <laughs> People are like, oh. Everybody's too busy, I guess. We're the only guys with the, with the responsibilities right. this afternoon. That's right. Everything's fine with that. Um, I tell you what, though, we are going to take a little bit of a break and we are going to hear a word from our generous sponsors. Be right back. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile, add friends. Upload video, audio, and photographic evidence. Discuss theories and techniques in the forum. 
Create a group for your team or find a team to join. Watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. Be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. I don't know if you know this, Josh, but yeah, it's what's a ghost that? at the... That is a ghost. You ghost. can hear it. You can hear the ghost. No. Freaks me out. It's good stuff, man. So definitely, uh, if you guys haven't done so yet, go check out uh, paranormalwarehouse.com. Sign up. It's free. And it's like, uh, it's like I don't know, man. It's social networking for, for paranormal investigators. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Great bunch of guys over there. What else we got here, pal? What other stories do you got? Well, so I pulled this because it had been shared over 5,000 flipping times. And I'm not I'm not uh, exaggerating that. I mean, there's literally over 5,000 shares on this one video. Um, Nanny Cam captures chilling paranormal activity, which is freaking weird. Um... So basically what you see in the video is a little girl playing with a doll and there's another doll that's sitting off uh, in the corner and as the girl is playing apparently the the doll is is turning and supposedly it's like blinking as well. I have not actually seen the the doll blink or turn even. It was very hard for me to to see that. Yeah, like I told you off air, I um, I watched that part, and you can't see anything. And then right. I didn't watch the second part, so because so, I couldn't see anything in the first part, I was like, whatever. So I'm going to read this real quick. It says, an incident occurred in a family. Uh, incident took place, astonished everyone. So the things that somebody hears can be chosen to believe or deny, but people are usually bound to accept what they can see for themselves. A little girl complained uh, to the dad regarding something weird happening in their home, made her feel uneasy. So her father was concerned, worried about her complaints, decided to set up some CCTV cameras and film everything. And uh, watching the footage later then, the father was shocked, mortified to actually see activity taking place in his home which he would rather choose not to believe himself. Now, he saw one of his daughter's dolls, which she played with every day, move on its own. The moving doll, uh, let's see. Now, that's the way this is written is terrible. He also saw uh, papers flying mysteriously off a table while his daughter uh, was drawing with crayons. So, and I, it, I have seen that. That's pretty apparent in the video itself. So, when you're watching it, after... Uh, you see uh, the scene with her and the doll and all that stuff. It, it switches, and it's her uh, at a table drawing with crayons, and you see, like, the papers flutter and move towards her, and then you'll see basically almost everything kind of fly off of the table itself. Uh, the table, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly, the table moves also. I mean, it's really compelling. It really is um, if, if it's real, if it's actually real. Um, yeah, I can't really comment on it because I didn't really see it. It's, so. 
it's weird. I will say this. I will say that it would be hard to to fake it. I'll say that. They would put a lot of time and effort into it, into faking it. Um, but if this is actually the real thing, if this is paranormal activity right in front of our eyes, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So, yeah. I don't know. If you guys... Uh, We'll post it. We'll post that link up and all that fun stuff, but uh, let you guys see it. So we have a question on Facebook Live. Yeah, what's up? And I, I'm not able to respond to it, but uh, it says, what do you guys think of the Paranormal Lockdown episode from last Friday night? Did you watch it? I did watch it, yeah. I uh, I watched it. it was uh, They were at Waverly Hills, I believe. So yeah, it, it, was, it was pretty good. I had somebody else mention it to me, a friend of mine. Um, but I didn't get to it. But like I said, people know that have listened to the show. I haven't watched a paranormal show in five years. So the first one I will be watching is February 10th Paranormal Lockdown because it's a place that um, I'm connected to. But yeah. Josh is more connected to, but I'm still connected to it. So Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the thing is, it's it's a good show. It seems like a great show. I like the fact that they put themselves in these situations because that's right in my berry patch you put yourself in a situation that is not comfortable they're sleeping like for example nick uh in this episode where they're at waverly hills he put himself on a cot right in the death chute right in the death tunnel of waverly hills pretty outstanding shit and i mean katrina was like four floors up then you know what I mean? So it was it was interesting. I like how they do this. I like how they do the show. Um, and yeah, that episode was pretty good. Not bad. Definitely not bad. Waverly Hills is one of those places that I've always wanted to go and investigate. It's definitely on the bucket list, so to speak, but have not had the opportunity to go there yet. So There was somebody telling me that they were going to go and they asked me if I wanted to go recently. And I don't even remember who it was. Look at you forget. I don't know. Fun, fun. I don't know. We have another question from Tommy. It says, Jason, Jason, can a spirit rip something off the floor with enough force? I believe that can. I mean, I think that it's very rare. I, I've i seen things move around. I've. It depends on what your definition of rip is, but make it like fly off the floor or whatever. I would say that it's possible. Yeah. I... And that's what I always say. It's, it's possible. I mean, you say that, but I mean, at the same time, it's true. You know, I would totally agree with you on that. I would say it's absolutely possible. Physical object manipulation, that shit happens. It happens all the time. You with know? his question, I had, I don't really have an issue with it. I don't have an issue with any of it. But for me, I, I don't like the term spirit. I understand the term spirit, and I'll use it. But for me personally, when I talk about paranormal things I don't even want to attribute to things necessarily to spirits because I can't say that a spirit did it right. or that an alien did it or whatever so I try not to and I understand that it was just a question I wasn't trying to jump on Tommy for that but <laughs> I had this conversation with somebody the other day and there's no reason there's nothing there's nothing out there that says that what we're dealing with is a dead person or a spirit of any kind that's very true there's stuff that makes us think that, but there's nothing that tells us. There's no proof, obviously. Well, it's not definitive. That's for sure. That's for sure. So, no, I would totally agree with you on that. 
So like um, I was telling this other person, yeah, if I go to a place, I, I the person tells us that Grandpa Bill died in this bathroom. This this actually kind of happened, but I'm changing the names and stuff like that. <laughs> and we go into this bathroom and we catch a recording that says, "I'm Grandpa Bill and I'm dead and fucking fuck off," something yeah. like that or whatever. Yeah. And I play it for the family, and they're like, "Yeah, that's Grandpa Bill and that's Grandpa Bill's voice." I will still look at that family and say that I don't know if that's really Grandpa Bill because I don't know. You can believe what you want to believe. What well, you but never I can't met. tell you that that's Grandpa Bill. I could be an alien. It could be like a radio transmission. For t- you, know, you never know yeah, what it could no. be. Makes so. sense. Makes sense. I kind of went on a little rant there. You're s- that's I just think that I feel fun. like when people attribute to things to something specific, they give they're it. blocking out the other possibilities. <clears throat> it's because they're giving it purpose. They just give it an avenue to follow. And Which therefore, they could be right. But absolutely could be right. Might be wrong. So. Exactly. But if they're wrong, now they're way wrong. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. now every line of questioning is going to be following that same path as well. So and it could be way out in left field then, basically. Anyways, like I was telling this person, I don't want people to change what they do. But Absolutely. I'm going to be honest and talking to them about it, and I don't want to make them feel bad about doing something because with the, with this specific person, the conversation started with spirit boxes. I just didn't. I, I commented on his picture saying that that spirit these spirit boxes are getting more and more ridiculous looking because this one was ridiculous looking. Sure. And that's how this conversation spawned off, and it was like, well, I'm not trying to tell you what to do. I'm just trying to talk, have my opinion. Yeah. So, anyways. You're funny. I'm funny. What else we got in the... uh... Men in Black, Bright Flash, and Lost Time. Whoa. This is is actually... This is from Phantoms and Monsters. It was a phone call over the summer from on ground radio, or ground zero radio. Um, But I have it here. This is a legitimate legitimate phone call. Somebody called in and told this story on the show. In 1979, I was 11 years old. Let's see, it says, Rich in Washington called in to recount his Men in Black encounter in 1979. Here it is. 1979, I was 11 years old. I was frequently home alone. Both my parents, my dad worked, and my mom was away quite a bit. I came home from school one day. I had ridden my bicycle home. I was playing in front yard and a black Lincoln type vehicle pulled up across the street and my house or from my house and four men got out all in black suits all in black hats three of them were identical height and one of them was shorter and heavier set and it was in the summer too so it wasn't like it was cool or anything again all in black suits black ties white shirts they came across the street and started walking towards my house So I was immediately very scared. I didn't recognize them. It was a very intimidating kind of thing. So I ran up to my house, dropped my bike, and ran into the house and called my dad immediately from at his work and said, Hey, Dad, there's four guys and they're coming to the house. I don't know what to do. He said, Lock the door, go downstairs, get a gun, get your gun, and hide behind the TV, and I'll be there in minutes. Wow. And he was only Dad about is, 11 minutes away. Dad's not fucking ran, around anymore. Yeah. <laughs> All right, keep I going. ran down the stairs and I got, and I had a 30-30 and I knew 
where the ammunition was. Okay. I got down from downstairs. I got down from downstairs. I could look at the back door. I remember looking, and I could see the figures, but not their faces clearly. And then it was very bright. And the next thing I remember was hearing my dad come through the door yelling my name, and I was downstairs behind the TV. The rifle had been unloaded. There were no bullets in the rifle. It was to the side of me, and I have no memory of what transpired the 11 minutes between when I made the phone call and when my father came through the door. What the hell? says I have a dream about them every year or two and I remember every single detail of the coming of their getting out of the car crossing the street they didn't even look they didn't even look when they crossed the street they just walked straight across as hard as I can I try to remember anything beyond that I remember the figures in the door two of them the large one and the taller one and then a bright light the next thing I remember I was laying on my back and the gun was propped up like I had set it up there with no bullets (laughs) I'm sorry I'm just like giggling over here because it's like we're the men in black we're so fucking hard ass that we don't even look twice before crossing the street <laughs> yeah bunch of badasses right there keep going no that, that was <laughs> okay the end of it <laughs> that's amazing though like so he's remembering this then via dreams basically yeah, everything he's, except he's that telling this story verbally and this was just a written representation of it gotcha but... now but he does not remember. He said it was 11 minutes that he does not recall. It wouldn't have been exactly 11 minutes, but it would have been 11 minutes. This is what he's thinking of because that's the time it took his father to get home. Because wow. after he called his father, he still went down, got the gun, and hid behind the TV. So it would be more like 10 or minutes or less. But still, yeah, he remembers getting the gun and crouching behind the TV. And yeah. the next thing he remembers his dad's or he remembers the light. And then he remembers his dad coming through the door. Damn, man. And then waking up, his ammo's on the floor right beside him. And the gun's unloaded. It's cute. Pretty fucked, man. What do you think? I... I've told you stories uh, about other people that I know and trust that have had an actual encounter with Men in Black. So I think... Like I said, I don't like to try to explain it, but I think that Men in Black, whatever it is, is real. I think something is happening. Now, it was, what, 1979, and he called this year, so it's been so many years, but something like that sticks with you. I would say that's very true. I don't know. I I haven't experienced it myself, but... Who knows? I I would love to I believe they have some that. kind of way to erase people's memories if they want to. Like the little flashy thing that Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith had? But, you know, that's funny that you say that because yeah. he remembers a flash of light. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like the little flashy that, thing. That makes you wonder if... Because he remembers the flash of light. I wonder if that happened and then he doesn't remember what happened after that or if that's that what happened after what happened and it erased back to a point. Oh, I wonder shit. when they flashed them, and you know, like Mardi Gras flashing. But I wonder when they flashed them. <laughs> Can you imagine? before they went in to make it him not remember what happened after that, or after they were leaving to make them make him forget what had already happened? Wow, shit, that's man! Weird. We need to we need to study that a little bit. Yeah, more. Like that's what when, I'm saying. When, at what point did they try to erase your memory before or after? 
Man. I think we just came up with a really cool idea for a show. For a whole show. We can figure this out. We need to interview these people. We do. And I know one personally, but I don't know if I want to talk to him. I like the cut of your jib. I've talked talked about him before with you. I know who you're talking about. You know, he... I haven't... I sent that letter, and then I had the one phone call. Yeah. That was a year and a half ago. Christmas this year, I get a text saying, Merry Christmas, Jason. Oh, it was New Year's. No way. Happy New Year's, Jason. No way. And I haven't actually talked to him in a year and a half. Wow. And he knows that because he sends me a text on, like, major holidays just to... Remind me, I guess, that he's out there, and I feel bad about it at times. But still, I feel I feel in my gut that I should leave it alone, so I do. But wow. he's still trying. The thing is, is, he has my address, but I've been lucky because I don't know if he would show up because I think he can tell that I'm uncomfortable with it. Yeah, maybe. But and maybe he respects. He doesn't that. have yeah. a mode of transportation. So. Right. Right. Interesting. Anyways, it's interesting. All right, now, I want you to tell me how we're going to die. I want Well, this know. is not a story about how we're going to die. This is something that we just squeaked by again. <laughs> oh, I think I may know what you're talking about. Another unseen asteroid yes. passed between the Earth and Moon. Yes, it happened again. Yeah. It happened says, again. Oh. <laughs> a, terrifying, a terrifying asteroid news shows no signs of stopping or the terrifying asteroid news just wah anyways this comes from a serious universe throughout 2016 several asteroids passed dangerously close to earth prompting NASA and FEMA to develop joint asteroid war games simulations in order to prepare for hypothetical asteroid strike those preparations went a step further this month while the White House or when the White House released its first first official white paper outlining its own asteroid strike preparedness plan. We talked about that yes. on the show. Yes. Despite all these measures taken to try and prepare for doomsday asteroid impact, NASA officials have admitted there's not much to there's not much the Earth could do in the event such a collision was detected. Scared yet? If yeah, not, right. I've got some more sobering asteroid news for you. On January 9th, an asteroid flew dangerously close to Earth with only a few days' warning. The asteroid, named 2017 AG-13, is estimated to be between 36 and 111 feet okay. in diameter and was discovered on January 7th by the Catalina Sky Survey at the University of Arizona. So they found it two the days God before. damn Catalina Sky Center. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> that amount of mass would be enough to, uh, for the asteroid to explode with a force of 700 kilotons, hundreds of times more powerful than the atomic bombs yeah. dropped on Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Yeah. Um, in February 2013, a similarly sized asteroid exploded 30 kilometers above Shablink. Shalabinsk, Russia. You remember that in 2013, the the thing that flew across Russia and blew up. Yes, and, yes. That was the same size as this. Oh fuck. Okay. But that one didn't hit. It no, it didn't. Yeah. Right, right. Um, I thought. Yeah. That's fucking. That crazy. one was also undetected because its approach came at the angle of the sun. So that's another thing. There's now something coming at it. us where the sun is at in You're the sky. Fucked. We're not going to see it. Fuck. 
Oh my god. So right now they've tracked over 15,000 near-Earth objects. And some of them do crap, like... So none of them they've found yet that they can say with certainty that they're going to hit the planet. But a lot of them cross our orbit. They're in a, in a in a place in space that our planet either will be or has been on our orbit. So weird. So at any point, if you... I mean, okay, so if you think about it this way, and I know this is just Hollywood, but any space movie you've seen where they've dealt with asteroids, they're all bouncing off of each other, flying around. Yeah. One could just hit something else and fly off and come right at us, and we'd never know it was coming until two days before, and then what are we going to do? Nothing. That's just it. You have no time to do anything. That doesn't even really give time for evacuation for something that yeah. size. Well, where the fuck are you going to go? Where are you going to go? Like, oh, man. I mean, you have to get hundreds of miles away from your house, which you could do you in could. two days' time, but if everybody else is trying to... Shit's going to get a little unless congested. Unless you know a way to get out of your city that doesn't involve the highways, you're probably not getting anywhere. It's weird, man. And that's for the small things. Imagine yep. something that could take out something the size of the United States. Exactly. Where are we going to go? Mexico won't take us. Hell no. We got a wall on the way. Um, Canada, they're really nice up there. Yeah, they're but nice. the, I mean, I wouldn't mind Canada because I like the cold. They're I like very nice. You're right. But cheap meds, right? If something hits the planet it's like that size, it's probably going to cause as a nuclear winter. It's going to be even colder up there. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's going to be terrible. Wow. What a great story inspiring inspiring so amazing i don't know man i often culture, think but i hold your loved ones close i often think about things like that you know um we've talked about this we have we um, have i'm supposed to come find you to save your ass that's right i'm supposed to do Koopsik, you gotta come get me get my family let's get the fuck out um but you know you and i have talked many a time you know about very similar type situations almost uh i don't want to say apocalyptic type situations but it's close um you know um like the uh, the super volcano exploding under mm-hmm. uh under yellowstone and what we would do which direction we would travel I mean, we talked a little bit about that on the air but off the air we actually had an in-depth conversation about this <laughs> like um it's fucking weird but i think about shit like this all the time how would, like, my family and myself, how would we fare against this shit, you know? Would you have to eat your dogs? <laughs> we only would got one dog. To do we only got one dog, and he's super small. Yeah. <laughs> but still, you're I would, desperate. I would barbecue the shit out of that little bastard. I'm yeah. joking, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. No, I, I could, I probably, I feel pretty confident on certain things that I would be able to get out of Kansas City without having to go through the highways. I know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, because there's something that, and I don't do this because I want to know, well, it's part of it, but it's not why I do this. I just like driving around and finding new things. So twice a week or so, I'll just go drive for hours and end up on new roads and new areas and find these new things. But because of that, I know all these different avenues out of the city that 
are just some of them are just crappy drought gravel roads, but they'll still get hey. you through. People don't necessarily think about. That's just it. They'll still get you out. Yeah. And you won't have to deal with as much traffic and stuff. Look at us. Look at us talking about all this weird shit. I know a lot more on the west side than I do on the east side, but yes, it all depends on what what's going on. And also with certain things like with a with a super volcano. Yeah, dude, fuck, man. I'd almost want to travel in a northwesterly direction, That's even ex- though western way is going back towards it in a way. I feel that that would probably <laughs> the, be the most open avenue. I could get the farthest, even if I'm not clear. I could get the farthest. You could get the farthest. You and I have talked about this shit. It absolutely could happen. It's scary to think about shit like this. But when you're talking about, like, asteroids and things, you know, I mean, like, it's exactly like you said. We would have maybe a day, maybe two days, and that's pretty much best case scenario. That's if they tell us to. Exactly. At that that's, point, they might be like, "We can't do anything about it. We're not just. We're not going to." So, tell anybody. what's the point? What's the point of yeah? Now, if it were something fairly small that was heading towards like a uh, like a fairly well populated area, <clears throat> most likely, I would think they would say something, right? I would I would assume they would say something Depends. because it's only going to affect a very small portion of of the uh, the country, the planet, whatever you want to look at. It's only going to affect a very small amount. Now, if they let it happen, let it hit and like let's say hypothetically thousands of lives are lost, then they're held responsible. They're held accountable. Why the fuck yeah, didn't who, you tell well, us? Why the fuck say? didn't you why the fuck didn't you tell us? You know, and what are they going to say? They can put an iron curtain down on that so fast that if somebody says something that they knew and they didn't tell us, so they didn't tell you or I knew I was part of this team and we weren't allowed to tell anybody. Yeah. That person is going to be discredited so fast. That's a good point. And just be seen as a conspiratorial nut job and Uh, they're just going to move on. Dickweeds. They could do that. Dickweeds. I've been saying that word a lot more lately. Dickweeds. Yes. What's the word you used to say? What's the word you used to say all the time? Fuckers? No, no, no. <laughs> it was a phrase. A turn of phrase that you used to say on the show a lot. The people gave you shit for it, so you decided not to do it anymore. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, you do. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Don't have a clue. I'll have to, I, I, I can, it's not like I can't go back and listen. I think it's a figment of your imagination. No, I don't think so. Good sauce is what I used to say. That's what it is. Yeah, good sauce. <laughs> Do you? Does it hurt not to say that anymore? No, honestly, because I've just stopped saying it. And why have you stopped saying it? So all you sons of bitches, all you dickweeds will just shut up until I start saying something else all the time. Yeah, and they'll, they'll catch that too. No, so. Of course they will. It'll be fine. It'll be fun. We have fun. We have fun with our audience. So I will say this, though. If you guys, if this is the first time you're listening to the show, thank you and welcome. If you guys have been sticking with us from pretty much the beginning, thank you very much. The word is spreading on us. And you guys can check us out more, uh, ectoplasmshow.com. Uh, we're also The Ectoplasm Show on Facebook at Ectoplasm Show on Instagram and Twitter. And if you wanted to just shoot us an email, ectoplasmshow at gmail.com would get you there as well. So 
we're all over the place, guys. Uh, we got a YouTube channel as well. Go over to uh, iTunes or uh, wherever you're getting us and rate and review us over there. Heck yeah, man. Also, instead of Twitch, and I know you know this now because you've been listening, yeah. but we're doing the... We're, we're putting out on Facebook Live our recording sessions now, and we've had a, a lot more people in there than we've had on Twitch, but I don't think we've had enough yet to the point where we could do a show where we just take questions, but I want to get to that point. So oh, that would be fun, man. We broadcast on Paranormal Warehouse's Facebook page. I Maybe <laughs> I could figure out a way we could broadcast on both. I don't know about that yet. A couple times a but, week, we hijack their shit. <laughs> yeah, so go like Paranormal Warehouse's Facebook page. If you don't already like ours as well, please like that one. Yeah, that'd be great. But if you want to participate in an episode, we want to do an episode, maybe our 200th episode, if we could get enough people to do that. It's coming right up. We'll set a date. We'll let everybody know a few weeks or more before and keep reminding you that to go on Facebook and watch us live and ask us questions as we go, as we record an episode. It should be a lot of fun. That would be a lot of fun. Hell yeah. Go check out my new page on com. The Jason's Facts. And uh, I'll be posting more and more of those. So. Hell yeah. All right, you cool cats. Well, we are going to let you go. Hope you have a great rest of the week. Stay warm (laughs) wherever you are. And uh, we'll talk to you very, very soon. Peace out.